Welcome to the Heart Rate Variability Podcast, where we explore the exciting science behind heart rate variability. The material discussed in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. Please check with your medical provider to make sure any suggestions or strategies are right for you. Visit us at the OptimalHRV.com website to learn more about the Optimal HRV app, download a free copy of Matt's book, Heart Rate Variability, and also get show notes and additional resources around heart rate variability and its applications. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Heart Rate Variability podcast. Jeff Summers here, my partner in crime, Matt Bennett. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? I'm good, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I am doing good. <laughs> you, Much you've been better. a busy boy yeah, lately. You've been a sure. busy boy, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> and we're 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 almost to Labor Day weekend, so that's good. We got an extra an extra day off coming yes. up. That that will help. Um but uh you've had a lot going on in your life um in the last two weeks, three weeks. Yes. I mean in a very short period of time. Yeah. It's all good, you know, it's all good stuff. It's stuff you chose, but it's definitely changed. Uh, a lot of things for you and you know some of the more stressful events in life you've been through sort of back to back here in a lot of yeah. ways um so you know when we we saw each other a couple days ago I thought it would be a, a really good opportunity for you to sort of share not only what's been going on in your life because I'm sure that people are interested in that but more importantly um you know how you can expect these life changes to affect your autonomic nervous system and therefore your hrv so to continue in our n of one series that are um a bit sporadic but i think important to kind of bring you know bring normal normalcy to yeah. all these things that people are going to experience going to continue to experience what to expect before you go into them and know that this is normal and this is okay and for somebody who's seen their HRV increase to the level that your has over the years has over the past three years, to then see the opposite effect with these yeah. things going on in your life, I think is really important for people to hear about. So, I wanted to frame it a little bit and uh, you know, kind of let you tell everybody about the decisions you guys have made over the last couple of weeks and how it's how it's affected your uh, your biology. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, I thought this would be an interesting topic as, as we chatted about it, because, I, you know, you listen to a lot of podcasts like this one, and you, it just seems like it's not normal people talking to you. It's people training for ultra Ironmans, or like my favorite <laughs> example is Navy jumping seals. out of helicopters with exactly. 50 weights on there into the ocean, and then running the length of California was one of my, I'm like, and then there's everybody else. And, uh, right. you know, and, and I, good for those people, not, not yeah, to take oh, yeah. anything away, but, uh, yeah, they're what about welcome the rest on of us? The show. They're welcome on the show. We'd love to uh, have them absolutely. too, but, but it's like, sometimes I'm like, well, where, where am I in all of this? And, you know, a 47 year old, you know, trying to be healthy, but, you know, not necessarily uh, having the time to train for an ultra marathon um, or <laughs> probably would spend the time if I had the time. I was going to say, uh, I don't know that you've got that interest either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us like play Xbox and uh, yeah, Pickleball. Do that sort of stuff. So, uh, so, so I just, I, I love these episodes because it sort of normalizes this. And, you know, this example, 
I, I just want to just start out by saying everything is a privileged problem that we're going to talk about. I don't want to, yeah. I don't right. want to throw this out as traumatic. This was a nope. personal choice. Right. Um, that you're excited about. That I'm excited about. My heart rate variability has fairly recovered, though I ate a whole pizza with you last night. Every time my HRV crashes, Jeff, it's like you with drinks, even though it was at a bar and I wasn't drinking. Uh, you didn't drink. You can't blame me for that. I did eat a whole pizza pretty much by myself, which was not a smart choice uh, in hindsight for a lot of reasons, <laughs> which I won't get into uh, with this. But uh, so I'll, I'll kind of give a little bit with, with that really big caveat here, because you know, looking at my uh, my my heart rate variability scores over the last uh, two and a half weeks, uh, especially though they're going up uh, this week, they're they're definitely recovering. Um, I went from my average uh, has gone my all time average, which is I think I'm approaching 600, um, uh, pretty much morning readings at this point. Um, so, so several years of that. Yeah, exactly. Much, so you're getting close to two years worth of, uh, yeah, morning readings. They're very close. And so my, my all-time average is, uh, around 80. Um, now my all-time average probably for the first third of those readings was under 40. So, um, you know, this is old dude doing healthy things to raise heart rate variability. So, Lots you know, of biofeedback I, training for everybody's interest. Lot Lots of biofeedback training. Breathing, uh, a little summer of recovery was in there. A uh, lot of paying attention, changing my eating habits, giving up alcohol. I think that we talked about that on an episode. So there's been or, like major life changes to claw up there uh, uh, with that. But, and I'm proud of that number. Uh, so you know, the, the thing I've really been working on, too, is stability of my scores, because unlike you, who I know stays pretty steady, your your variation uh, is okay. pretty small. Um, mine okay. is not. Uh, I'll, I'll range. I've had days where I've dropped RMSSD scores 100 points. Uh, you know, I'll go from the 150s to uh, 30. Uh uh, with this. And so I've been really, and I've seen this is my, my bottom. What I'm really working on is my low days, which I, I still have them. Uh, sure. you know, my low days aren't as low that that's where I've really been working on certain things. I found my diet, which is why that pizza just wrecked me last night, <laughs> you know, really paying attention to, you know, almost a Spartan kind of level of, eating uh and then two cheat days uh during the week too so you know but really focusing on those non-inflammatory foods so so i've been really doing a good job of now low days instead of being in the 20s have been in maybe the 50s or 60s and, and getting me yellow and even red uh, but i'm okay with that uh you know yeah, that's I'm, I'm significant improvement yeah. So, I mean, that was my, when your low days are better than your average was a couple of years ago and you're getting older. I'm taking that as, as definite win, but I'm still working even with that higher rate, even with sometimes having weekly averages in the hundreds, um, really working on uh, raising my uh, floor, so to speak, uh, on those low days. And then again, because every crash in HRV starts with you in a bar, uh, 
uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was, uh, as listeners know, was spinning, uh, uh, I spend as much time in the mountains as I possibly can. I have data to show my heart rate variability will show you. Uh, the weeks I spend in the mountains uh, have a huge impact on my my wellness, my well-being. My summer of recovery really showed that where I was really struggling. Uh, two summers ago, um, time in the mountains just was really the spark that in uh you know, RF frequency, uh, breathing practice are the two things I really look at getting that boost up. Um, and so then uh, it's been about two and a half weeks uh, ago now uh, that we, we met uh, on a Sunday afternoon, uh, do some strategic planning. And then just kind of I was coming back off my summer in the mountains. Again, this is why this is all privileged problems. People, please hear me owning that. And I just kind of got the urge to move. Um, I live on a, a Denver is a great city. I live in a great neighborhood. We 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 are neighbors basically. We're neighbors. I, I'm lucky enough to live within walking distance of three of my best friends. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on an amazing like just street art district within an amazing city. But but I I just like. I don't know. Some about the urban environment just was just I don't know. I, I yeah, I look out my window in the mountains and I see like the continental divide in Denver. I look out and I see my neighbor's wall. Um, or worse, their windows are open. Uh, yeah, so I, exactly. I go from being able to see twenty miles to the continental divide to seeing three feet, and I just like you know. And I asked my wife, who is just a just a trooper. Um, She's a saint. Absolutely. She is the same. If you meet her, you will agree with me within five minutes. There, Absolutely. There's no, there, Don't even take that long. Yeah. And she puts up with me, uh, you know, and oh. so, you know, I, I was like, you know, would, would you be interested in like looking at movies like this Sunday night? She's like, yeah. So this Sunday before what started for her? Uh, she started school uh, that week. So uh, the kids Great. came that Wednesday. So the most stressful week of the year for her. But just in my defense, everything was shelved by we can wait and talk about this later. So so I got permission before I opened my mouth because uh, that was smart. smart. That was smart. You've learned. That's right. If you need some relational advice from a cognitive behavioral therapist, always ask permission before you give advice. It's a great strategy. It is a really great strategy. Really great strategy. Uh, and, and apologize. That's the other thing. So, that's <laughs> not cognitive behavioral and then apologize. much, but, but like know it. what you're apologizing for is another key thing. Um, anyway, yes. giving away all my secrets uh, on this show. So she's like, yeah, we look at it. So I came back with some ideas on Monday. Um, she like, she threw out the idea. There's a community um, west of, uh, you may have heard because of the beer they brew, uh, Golden, Colorado. Uh, small you know, little brewery. Small little brewery, uh, you know, that uh, oddly for, you know, all you natives, people used to drive across the country to stock up on cores. Uh, uh, moved here and nobody I knew was drinking, drinking Coors Light, but... You know, uh, you know, that shows you the kind of beer we have in the Midwest, or at least historically have had. But uh, right. um, so so she's like, well, what about Golden? And I'm like, oh, great. I, I, I was trying to cut her commute down, but she like mountains. And so so, you know, by Wednesday, again, her first day with kids in school, I had a, a list of potential apartments to live in because I got into problem solving mode. And Jeff, you know me well <laughs> enough. 
Like when, when there's a problem that I believe can be figured out and it just takes hard work and effort to figure it out, that is sort of where I thrive, I think, but maybe not. Because what I saw about that Wednesday when I had the list of uh, apartments Whoa. ready to go is my heart rate variability got into the 20s. Um, not yeah. spectacularly unusual, but but not common anymore. I, I can go months without hitting the 20s. Um, so that was interesting. So I was I was really thinking, because the other thing I was doing, and again, this is probably too much information, but it, it tells you the cognitive piece that I was working on is also like wanted to potentially rent my the place I was living. Um, and I'd never done that before. So I was trying to figure out like, okay, we could move, we could rent. And so I had this big cognitive moving pieces, showed show my wife some, some potential examples. I was like, you know, you can say no, would you like to look at these over the weekend? And she's like, sure. And so, uh, so okay, we're, we're looking at, this is six days from when I had this idea. Um, so we went and looked at apartments uh, the Saturday after the Sunday, I kind of had the bug to move. And we found a place we really liked. And uh, I, I don't understand. Maybe sometime you can explain to me, Jeff, why salespeople feel like they have to sell everything before the end of the month. I, I, I've never really understood it, but it's like, oh, my God. You know, so it's like. Guts, man. It, you're there. You're there. Once you leave, you may never come back. I know. But, uh, so it's like, we'll give you. You can buy it when you're there. $200 off if you move in the next weekend. So, so if you sign the lease or it's going to go up $200 for the, the entire lease. And so looked at my wife and said, we can just say no to this. She's like, let's do it. And I'm like, okay. So, so then, okay. So it. I love it. I had, I had from that Wednesday, all in the twenties, didn't recover all over the weekend. Uh, I'm looking at sort of my last week average was about 25 um, at that point. And so then, so we decide, yes, we realize big trash day, which in Denver, uh, big trash day is a huge event because you only get one a month. Large then, item pickup. Large item pickup, baby. You, you've exactly. got to get it out there. So luckily, but, you know, physically stressed, maybe not so much. It was large item pickup day. And we have had a couch that the dogs have just destroyed. Other things that we just didn't need. So we were downsizing moving here. It's kind of our, you know, kids are off that we don't have went off to college. So we're downsizing a little bit. So we had stuff to get out to the garage. So immediately from that kind of Saturday, we started to pack. So now physical stress on top of mental stress. And then... So that week I stayed in the, not just the twenties, but, but the low twenties, um, still practicing, breathing, morning mindfulness and meditation, doing it, uh, getting a lot of physical exercise in probably too yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably too much with no recovery. So I was adding additional and I just tanked out all week. Also I had to give two, three hour virtual presentations. I think I hopefully mustered the the energy but i sort of had these peak 
events. And if you've ever tried to talk for three hours straight, I enjoy doing it, but it's exhausting. I think no matter who you are to give a three hour Zoom training uh, is mentally exhausting. It takes a lot of energy to listen and watch a three hour Zoom training, let alone do the presentation. Exactly. And so, and this was a really like cool group of uh, judges and uh, court officials. So I, you know, it was sort of a game time too. So I think I managed that pretty good, but boy, it was just like, just crash. And so uh, by move date, my wife and I, because she had started her first week of school, uh, were just run ragged. And uh, I didn't quite get into the teens, but I was scraping the bottom of the the 20s pretty hard. And so, you know, it's interesting, Jeff, because if I look at my data from those pretty much that week and a half, from because the the day that we moved in and my wife is an amazing human being day of the move my was just uh, I woke up a mess wasn't sleeping well at that point everything that was going that is bad for HRV was was happening we were going out to eat just not good um, is that the day after because uh, when we move we're pretty much. Uh, between when we got the U-Haul on Saturday and by 11 a.m. on Sunday, the last picture was hung um, in the new place. So uh, That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, just it's done. And then I wake up the next day um, with a 60, which still isn't great, but it's three times sure. my kind of flat baseline average had been um, the, the week and a half. So the interesting thing here, so let's bring this to the heart rate variability science, is yeah, that if, exactly. as a, if I was coaching somebody or even doing clinical work with somebody, and I saw that someone with an average, uh, all-time average of 80, monthly average leading into this in the 90s, drop for in the 20s, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast, right. I would be very worried about me. Um, Absolutely. As the client in this situation, um, these are like numbers I had with COVID. Um, COVID right. dipped me down at the lowest was a nine. The first time I had it before, second time when I was vaccinated, I didn't go nearly that low. But, you know, this is like COVID numbers. This would be, you know, and I'm not using this word in any way. So I want my trauma folks to not hear what I'm saying. But these would be the type of numbers I would expect from a trauma, uh, sure. a drop of nearly, you know, 75% drop. Yeah, exactly. You're 25% of your baseline average. Typically, that's signs of red flags everywhere, right? Red flags everywhere. Like I said, COVID, serious illness, uh, psychological trauma. Th- those would be the things that I would assume. And I was moving. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Now, I'm not going to say moving, you know, you look at those things of ranked life events and moving is up there. Yeah, um, changing jobs, you know, yeah, moving. Divorce, those, death, those are the things that, you know, yep. you know, kind of those sort of things. Obviously, there's a range of trauma ahead of that as well. But moving is like, I think in the top 10. Yeah, sort of top five, I think. Yeah. Events, but he wasn't. Well, I think, the, I think the interesting thing too is like, this was a choice. You know, this was yes. something you were excited I think to me, the most interesting thing is 
and this kind of gets back to the type of stress, right? You stress, distress, that kind of thing is, you know, you, you made this choice. You were super excited about it. You know, you're like, Oh, I'm moving. We're going to golden. This is going to be great. And it is. And it was, and you had a smile on your face the whole time with the concept of it, but the process of it took its toll. Yeah. And that's just the reality of life. You know, I mean, we can be excited about things, but you know, there is still stress put on our, our system that is going to affect us and and understanding going in that that's going to happen to your point, communicating that when you're, you know, you're using this, the clinicians that are using this with their patients, being able to communicate those kinds of things together so that, you know, when you're looking at data remotely and saying, whoa, what happened to Matt? Uh, You know, oh, Matt was moving. This makes sense, right? Yeah, it is. And it's like said, it gives you that sort of, uh, you know, it was just interesting to see how much of a toll this had and i felt it too like there wasn't any like oh i feel great oh how am i in the 20s it's yeah i'm kind of shocked it's not like 17 or 16 today because it was like not sleeping well it was just there there was a puzzle for my brain to chew on and while i love that in a lot of ways it was interesting because i i think there was like I don't know, trying to like make it easy for my wife as she started school, trying to trying to rent a place while, you know, rent out a place while finding a place to live in that timing, which I wasn't that difficult. Like I've sold and bought a home before. I never really want to do that again, like back to back. Like that was right. miserable um, with that. But it and in the physical strain of it as well, which I don't know. It didn't seem like that much. Like I was sore. The the definitely I was sore. I mean, we 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 have a, uh, a three story with a rooftop deck place we moved out of, and we're on the third floor of the place we did. So there was there was some There's physical some exertion, but I think just that on top of the Ooh, cognitive stress um, did it. And then day after the last nail was hung, you know, back to the 60s mm-hmm. and and stayed even uh, I got the 80s and then I had that pizza and got was in the 50s again <laughs> we, we could talk about end of one of not maybe having gluten or and then well we're gonna have um, um, a nutritionist expert on the podcast yes. coming up soon so Which that will be really uh, exciting yeah sure. that'll that'll I mean everybody knows that what you put in matters, but uh, yes. having somebody who's trained and uh, you know done the studying, I think it's gonna be really interesting for folks to hear. Yeah, because but, it's, I mean, really, it's fascinating the uh, the with the the pizza last night. I woke up feeling almost hungover this morning, which was right? really interesting. Like um, stomach, obviously, you know you know vegan meat plus jalapenos plus banana peppers yeah probably, vegan probably i could have had a little it's bit a good more. bit of yeah i mean that's the, the challenge part about those topics too you know it's still processed right it's not exactly so you know but but it's it's really interesting just to watch this ebb and flow and uh see where the recovery sort of goes you know and, and that yep. hey i'm starting to trend up i I eat in a way I normally don't eat and it just puts me not, not right back in, but right. you know, I, you know, I felt like inflamed this morning cause I usually don't eat nearly that much gluten processed food, you know, on the typical Tuesday. Um, right. 
with this and and you treated me too well the company treated me but you you let me go to one of my favorite places in the old neighborhood that i hadn't eaten at so i i'd say goodbye so it was worth exactly it, it was worth it you probably won't do that again for months so uh it, it's all good yeah but I, you know i i i really appreciate the story and i think um you know again the you know just we talk to a lot of people who are working hard to improve their heart rate variability doing a lot of things they're focused on breathing and you know whatever it is but people have to give themselves you know a pass sometimes yeah. and say you know what it's just going to be what it is it doesn't matter how hard you try if you switch jobs if you decide to move if you you know decide to train for a marathon or you know fill yeah. in the blanks things that that you're excited about things that you know you think are going to be great still will be great but they're still going to take a toll and, and, you know, I think sharing that with people, especially the listeners who are really focused on how do I do what Matt's done? You know, how do I go from a 40 to a 80? Um, you know, there's going to be times in your life like this and, and yeah. that's okay. You know, and, and how do you minimize it? How do you continue best practice uh, while it's going on? Not let it get you frustrated. Just say, look, this is life right now. And I'm going to keep doing what I was doing before. And ultimately, you know, I'll, I'll come out of this, this trough back into a new peak, right? Yeah. And also the fact that, you know, as part of that, it was the future stressor that yeah, good wore point. me down originally, too. And I think that's, again, something we often think about heart rate variability in just a recovery mode. But stress is also an anticipated, sure. you know, something that changes. Anxiety, something might happen. Yeah, happen. it's so we like. can't control it. How's it going to go? And so the uncertainty of it, obviously this move was important to me because it's my housing, you know, right. and there was a, I created this uncertainty, a high level of uncertainty, and then situationally put an intensity on that of, you know, just if anybody wants advice, Try not to, from day you decide to move till the actual done moving, give yourself more than 13 days. Like, you <laughs> impossible. Know, you, impossible. That's right. A lot differently, um, for sure. And, uh, you know, but, you know, it's kind of how situationally things got. And uh, my wife and I can work our butts off when we have a goal. So we were able to do it. But it just, you know, it really says, okay, there was that uncertainty in the future, again, that I fully created myself, that like you said, was you stress. Like, I now, I was telling you yesterday, I look out my window and instead of seeing neighbor's walls, I see people paragliding. Like, people are flying Literally outside my window. jumping like, off mountains I with, know. Uh, like, with, with is, big I, kites I, I, that they're flying yeah. on. Absolutely. I can see like 20 miles now. I got mesas on all over the place. Like, so... You know, it's it's really now like this is the future that I wanted. It's just like I almost wish I could like try this again and do it better because that that is the other lingering question for me, Jeff. Is like, what could I have done knowing I had almost a reserve build up? Like I was sure. kicking butt for my age. I I I'm pretty consistent. My floors were getting higher and higher you know, as I was working on those things and then, you know, kept eating well. Obviously I was moving a lot because I was moving, you know, just, just kind of <laughs> like my sleep went to hell, but I, I, one, I, my consistency was there. I sure. just would wake up at 
4.30, thinking about the variables I could control that day for the move. You know, it, it's just sure. like, I, I wish I, I almost wish I could run a control group now of uh, going back and saying, okay, we, where could I kept myself in the 40s or the 60s? Knowing it would probably be a yellow, if, you know, with some red mixed in, knowing that that probably would be the case, but also how could I have done it better? So that, that to me is like the fascinating thing to think about for the next thing that I know is I've got a few pretty intense training weeks coming up in October that I haven't kind of had since the, the pandemic. And so like starting to think about this of how do I, I had knowing that's my next big stressful thing that I'm facing. Like, how do I, how do I one get my scores back up into the eighties, the nineties, the hundreds uh, over the next week or so, and then really prepare for that next stretch in a different way. Yep. That's it. And without that data, you wouldn't even know that there was any other way. Exactly. You know, how do you be strategic without knowing that uh, it affected you so significantly? And that's Absolutely. the beauty, you know, our continued, continued talk track around. That's why we keep track of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's what multiple years of data and tracking will, will give you. I mean, you don't need that to start to see these, sure. but, right. you know, doing this Helpful. for long periods of time, I mean, just the level of like the pizza yesterday, like, it, I can tell you a lot of, I mean, it just, it's amazing that behavior. Now that pizza was good. It's one of, I think the best vegan pizzas you can find in the country that I've ever had. Is it worth how I feel today? I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, I've got another like thing to think about. Like, it, you know, maybe I didn't have to eat the whole damn thing but you know oh to be fair you didn't you took some home i, I did take some home now do you do i eat the leftovers jeff that, that's the that's the immediate thing knowing what it uh did to me knowing i've had my cheat day i've also uh, i've got my non-inflammatory organic bean oriented like dinner or i've got two really good pieces of pizza left so uh so so stay tuned, audience. It is a there you go. Is that the next end of one leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Really <laughs> uh, totally. It looked like it. It looked like it. Well, thanks for sharing that. I think this is super helpful, you know, keeping this one relatively short for a reason. You know, again, just you know, we talk to experts, other podcasts are talking to all kinds of experts. That's all good. Them sharing their information with everybody is so important, but you know, trying to bring it back, you know, sort of the normal person to the normal person, yeah. quote unquote, you know, every, every couple months, I think is really important. And uh, you're always so kind to share, uh, share your experiences and your data. So uh, I think everybody listening can number one, relate. And number two, take something away in terms of expectations and, and understanding that life is what it is. We can't control it. But what we can do is, is understand where we're at better and, and try to plan for it better. Absolutely, my friend. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Looking forward to uh, seeing you again on another podcast soon, Mr. Bennett. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks, uh, everybody. OptimalHRV.com, show notes, check out the app. Hey, drop us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear your end of one stories as well. So we get those from time to time and uh, we'd just love to hear yours as well. So uh, until next yes. time, my friend. Thank you.